Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. This week, the series of interviews with mayoral candidates running for office across Northumberland County continues. I will not be interviewing deputy mayor or council candidates. There's just too many of them. However, you can go to the radio station's website or the website for this show to find candidate information. The first interview today is with Bob Crate, a candidate for mayor of Trent Hills. Here is Bob Crate. I'm so pleased to have with me today Bob Crate, mayoral candidate for Trent Hills. Welcome to Consider This. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. There may be some people who don't know you. So let's begin with you introducing yourself as a candidate for mayor. Uh, thanks very much, Rob. Um, well, um, you know, again, my name is Bob Crate. Uh, I'm a lifelong resident uh, uh, of uh, Trent Hills, Hastings in, uh, in particular. Um, I've been the mayor for uh, uh, six years now. I, I finished out uh, a term for... Uh, uh, Hector McMillan when Hector passed and uh, uh, before that I was a counselor for what was then uh, Ward 3 Hastings uh, and I sat on council for a term and a half as a counselor. Um, I've been uh, very active in the community all my life. Uh, I'm the immediate past president of uh, Branch 106 in Hastings of the Royal Canadian Legion and I've been a member there for 50 plus years. Um, married to my lovely wife Judy for almost 51 years have uh, two beautiful daughters and four great grandchildren so that's pretty much me how are you going to make life better in Trent Hills compared to the last four years well I, th- I think what we're what I think we need to do is continue on the path that we're that we're on now and that is to um, uh, facilitate growth in a uh, in a manner that al- allows us to uh, um, uh, not overextend our, our uh, infrastructure, but um, allows us to to grow enough to to uh, uh, accommodate growth in the sense that uh, uh, if we don't grow, then and we stagnate, and we we can't afford to live here. I mean, our, our taxes are uh, you know fairly high as they are, um, and I mean. Uh, and I hear people tell us that, you know, they're too high when they move here from the city. But, you know, economies of scale are that, you know, um, we have uh, 10 houses where they have 100 houses in the city. And and, uh, uh, and, and people expect pretty well the same services as, as they get in the city. So, um, you know, uh, growth has to come. Um, a measured growth has to come. And I'm, uh, you know, very much... Um, in tune with that, we have uh, uh, a number of uh, subdivisions that are on the horizon to uh, uh, to start in, in uh, uh, 
actually both Camelford and Hastings um, work with is continuing to grow with Orchard on the Hill. And um, so I, I, I see that as uh, one of the main priorities going forward with the council. You've mentioned a lot in there and I'd like to go back and we'll unpack some of it in, in just a bit. But before we do, I want to talk about the last four years. What have you done in the last four years that you think, give us one or two examples that you think have made life better for residents of Trent Hills? Well, I, I think we've, um, uh, as a council, and and, um, and I think that's what, what needs to be understood is, is, you know, we work as a, basically we work as a team and, and we work with, uh, with staff. Um, you know, the, the only person in, in the uh, uh, Trent Hills as an employee that reports to us as a CAO. So, uh, you know, we deal through her with with uh, the, the things that are going on in life. But uh, I, I really think that, you know, the, the growth that we've we've done and, and I think the way we managed uh, COVID, I, I think, uh, you know, we were we were um, uh, very, uh, along with the county, very intense in making sure that our residents um, um, were impacted as little as possible by COVID, and I, and I think our staff uh, and and council did a great job of that. Uh, I think we worked hard on on things like, um, you know, we we had the, for instance, the Thompson Bridge. I mean, the the county was was uh, uh, you know going to close down both the the Loomis and the and the uh, Thompson Bridge, and. Um, I think through a concerted effort of council and and uh, the residents of the area, um, you know, next year the Thompson Bridge will be replaced on Skinkle Road, and and that's a I, I think a a big thing for us. Let's move on now to the, some of the issues that uh, Trent Hills faces, and one of the items that has been in the news a lot recently is the temporary closure of Campbellford Memorial Hospital's emergency department. Now, your opponent has been very clear in saying that she doesn't think uh, council has done a lot around uh, around addressing the issues of health care in the community. What role do you see the municipality playing in assisting the hospital as it faces a health care crisis? Well, we, we have been in, uh, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't say constant uh, <clears throat> uh, communication, but we have had steady communication with uh, and uh, you know, and and the board, the board chair, and Eric and I had a meeting three weeks or a month ago to discuss, uh, you know, different things going on at the hospital. Uh, this, I mean, this this problem isn't isn't uh, uh, centered on, on on CMH. This this is a problem across the whole province, uh, and our council, uh, in many instances, have stated that they are one hundred percent. Uh, behind the the board of the Camelford Memorial Hospital in in going forward, uh, we do uh, supply uh, a, a fair amount of uh, uh, capital to to uh, the hospital for their uh, uh, physician recruitment, and uh, and we are working with them all the time in, in trying to to uh, uh, assess the needs and and work. I mean, we've been in contact with our MPP over this, uh, uh, you know we're constantly um, working with them. Uh, and and I, I guess part of the, maybe it is, is uh, we don't make announcements every time we have a meeting. Uh, uh, I don't know 
you know, if that's right or wrong. Um, but um, uh, council is uh, very committed to Camelford Memorial Hospital uh, going forward, uh, both with uh, the problems that they face now and and uh, going forward with the idea of uh, building a new hospital. So uh, we are, we have been, and we will be, uh, one hundred percent behind Camelford Memorial Hospital, uh, both now and in the future. Some of your critics might say, "Well, you know, we're losing physicians." There was a story in April about you know losing physicians. Um, there's, you know, I know that council spends uh, money, as as you just mentioned, uh, for doctor recruitment. People might say, "Well." You know, how come you haven't been more successful? How come we're in this predicament and, and uh, you know, you've had a hand in it? Well, I mean, as we stated, we're, we're not the only one playing the game here. And uh, uh, we are, we are um, uh, you know, up against uh, large places. And, and, and you know, I, I think part of the problem is um, we have, uh, you know, in the... In the, in the past, you know, doctors came and they had large practices and they, they um, you know, I mean, I know from a kid growing up in Hastings, I mean, the doctor worked seven days a week and, and, and now we got doctors that don't want to do that anymore. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, they, they're looking at different uh, models and, and I, and you can see that in, in, uh, Camelford with the, uh, uh, the health team that they have up at the hospital. And I, I see, I see more of that coming. And I, I know that we've, uh, we've applied for more uh, uh, nurse practitioners, but, you know, we're, you know, we're working all the time looking at areas. I mean, every spring uh, we bring, we bring the graduating doctors uh, from, uh, from the university here, to uh, to give them a tour and, and show them what's here and 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 try to sell them on the lifestyle. I mean, uh, we're constantly looking at ways that we can help. And and you know, in in seriousness, I mean, it's it's a hospital problem. But but the um, you know, municipality has been very very involved in trying to recruit more doctors. And um, um, you know, it it is just a process where um, I mean. It, we are always looking to help. How do you react to the county's plan for protecting agricultural lands? Your municipality is a blend of both urban and rural. How is the county's plans for agricultural mapping going to uh, impact you? And, and what do you, where do you stand in relation to that plan? Well, I mean, the, the cultural mapping in uh, essence is is protecting uh, is protecting the farmland uh, and uh, especially um, you know the the good farmland that uh, that we need to grow the crops. And I I fully support um, going forward the uh, uh, the idea that that uh, we need these protections. And and I mean, the county going forward uh, have been in consultation with all of the member municipalities as they go along and 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 we have made adjustments here and there to to the plan to um you know uh, accommodate when we you know when our, our planners uh, see uh areas where uh there, there should be a change in, in in designation um you know we've gone to the county and and uh, we've been successful in uh, in working with them so uh, i believe that uh, you know uh, it's necessary uh i mean farming is is 
probably the largest industry uh, in the county and, and in Trent Hills. I mean, uh, you know, we need to protect that land and, um, and, and we're doing that. Planning committees are jammed with uh, people who are looking to develop individual lots. Now, with the county wanting to concentrate development in focused places like hamlets and villages and towns, are you concerned at all that this kind of piecemeal development will be impacted by the county's plans for agricultural mapping? Is this a really a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I, I, I think um, we've looked at it uh, as as a as a council over the last few years, um, uh, it, it sort of in the same sense as the county, where you, you want um, you know you you, you want to have development, but you need to protect um, the farmland. And I, I, I we look at each case individually, and I mean there could be a, a just a you know a, a lot that um, um, is is part of a, a farm that that. Uh, has no agricultural value as far as uh, growing crops or or having uh, you know cattle run on it, and and so if we can accommodate somebody to uh, to put a house there, then I, I think that's that's what we're looking to do. We're, we're not looking to to get around anything, and uh, uh, I think as a as a council and a, and a planning department, we we work with people to. Uh, to look at what they want and and try to accommodate them. I think that's our job. Our job is to to look at, at situations and say, um, you know, no, you cannot build there. But if you went over here, there's an envelope where, um, you know, you could put a house with a septic tank and a well, and uh, and there you'd have your little piece of heaven in the country. So I, I think it's a, a a working situation all the time where where uh, and our staff is uh, I think uh, first rate in trying to help people to uh, to achieve what, what what they're looking to do. You mentioned earlier on in the conversation about. Uh, subdivisions and, and development pressures. With the growth prediction saying that Northumberland County is going to see a rise in population to 122,000 people by 2035, how important is, is it to you to manage development so that it doesn't end up being sprawl or uh, you know existing features and existing neighborhoods are not negatively impacted? Uh, well, I think that's very important, and I think that's one of the things that uh, uh, council has um, uh, has strived to do in, in, over the last term. Um, we also, you know, need to look at uh, you know infrastructure. Um, what what can our infrastructure handle? Uh, and you know, we're very fortunate that um, you know, fifteen years ago, um, the council of the day spent. Uh, a lot of money making sure that the infrastructure and uh, in our and our uh, treatment plants were were in first class shape, so that, that we can accommodate the growth. And and um, uh, but you know we are making uh, uh, sure that 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 growth happens where um, we can manage it. I mean, there's no use um, um, sticking something out in the middle of nowhere that that doesn't have uh, services and and and, uh, uh, and and you're going to encounter um, you know difficulties as far as uh, 
trying to to uh, to look after the population. So we're trying to do it so that, that we have a, a measured growth that uh, uh, that helps the municipality as far as uh, you know looking after our future needs. What have you done in regards to affordable housing and rental opportunities within Trent Hills? Well, we, you know, we are looking at, uh, uh, and through our uh, economic development, um, you know, we have a, a, a program where we, we help people that are, are uh, looking to um, refurbish uh, older apartments and, and uh, put them back into service. Um, we're um, uh, working with the county um, as far as looking at, at, at building of, of uh, affordable housing. I mean, um, you know, we have we have some here. We have a fair bit. I mean, it, it you know, affordable housing is, a, is basically a county uh, responsibility, but we have a, a number of units in uh, uh, in Trent Hills and. Um, we have uh, we're getting a few more. Um, we're getting some transitional housing to help out with uh, uh, people that are on on the fringe and, and need a hand. We're, we're we're getting a little bit more of that in Trent Hills. So um, it, it's it's a, again one of those things that uh, it's it's always a work in progress. Um, you know you know in, as far countywide, I mean you know we're, we're Elgin Street's going um, from. Uh, uh, 28 units to 40 uh, over the next uh, short while, and uh, so you know we're adding we're, we're adding um, uh, housing where we can, and 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 we're looking for uh, opportunities to do more of it. But it sounds to me like when you're pointing to the county and and you're you're pointing to Coburg, but doesn't Trent Hills have a responsibility here? I I mean you do control uh, zoning, um, you do approve local projects. So uh, you know, can you give me some some concrete examples where you have uh, deliberately made an effort to create affordable housing, or you've required from a developer that there's a, an affordable component or a rental component. Can you yeah. provide us with some concrete examples, please? Yeah, we, uh, just uh, actually off of, uh, uh, on, uh, I believe it's King Street uh, uh, in Camelford, uh, off of uh, Burnbury. Uh, there's one development there, and we, we've just uh, uh, we got a proposal through to expand that. So th there will be uh, some more coming online there. Um, the uh, uh, you know we, we're working with the county and 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 looking at um, at prop. I mean, through this uh, latest official plan or or the work on the official plan, we're trying to identify uh, areas where um, we have um, property that that we can work with the county and and do that. So we can look for a developer that will will give us. Uh, you know, we have the. We have the land, and uh, we have the ability to uh, to uh, make it available. So we're looking at that all the time. What about homeless people? There was an opportunity to take steps to address the crisis. People are sleeping in tents and in parks and in other public spaces. What have you done to address the immediate needs uh, of these people and not just the mid and long-term issues of shelter? Well, you know that that's a a, a crisis that that uh, um, we face 
I, I'm not just not just in I mean, province-wide, but but we don't see it as much in Trent Hills. Um, well, we do have some, um, and and uh, we are looking. There's a new uh, actually. The, the, there's a new housing unit of that's a, uh, a five unit uh, component that will uh, house people that are that we're trying to transition from uh, being um, either you know not able to afford accommodation or um, are um, uh, you know have some problems as far as uh, um, finding of living accommodation so we're, we're looking at at that to to help transition people the uh um i mean the problem is is uh, uh so much more the city problem in, in the sense that um most of the services that that people require uh are in are in the well in, in northumberland they're in Coburg. so uh you know we see the problem at the county more more than we see it at the local level. What more can council do to help local businesses over the next four years? What's your plan for economic development in Trent Hills? Well, we are we, we were looking hard for economic development. We, you know, we're, we've been uh, fortunate that most of most of the the uh, storefronts that are available are rented, and we have. Uh, constant calls. Our economic development uh, department um, are getting calls every day looking for um, space, and we are working with uh, current owners to to uh, refurbish uh, different storefronts. And um, you know, through our um, our work with the BIA and uh, and the chamber, uh, who are both. Um, uh, working hard to to bring bring uh, uh, new businesses to town, uh, I think we're in pretty good shape. And and one of the things we've done with uh, when we're talking to developers is um, is we're asking them to put a commercial component in, into some of the some of the building they do because um, we don't have um, commercial space in all of our downtowns that's available to rent. Roads are vitally important. What are your plans to keep roads maintained over the next four years? Well, you know, you're right. I mean, uh, uh, Trent Hills, it, Trent Hills has about 520 kilometers of roads, and um, uh, 200 and some are are, uh, are surface treated uh, roads. Um, we try. We have a plan that w- that every year we we uh, we refurbish. Um, uh, 40 kilometers of surface treated road plus we add four new kilometers of surface treated roads to our to our network. Um, we work with the county as far as uh, um, our, our major roads and streets. Uh, you know, the, the, we have a, a deal with the county as far as paving and, and, and doing work. Uh, and uh, so I think, you know, we have a concrete plan Actually, it's an asphalt plan, but um, we, we have a, a plan to uh, to uh, look at infrastructure and maintain it uh, as we go along. We're, we're, we're trying, and, and part of it, too, is um, 
doing it all. I mean, on a, on a regular road um, where there's uh, uh, no infrastructure, it's just a matter of, of resurfacing. That's pretty easy. Um, uh, what we do have is we have some streets uh, uh, in all of our uh, urban areas <clears throat> where um, you can't just replace the top. You, you uh, and you have to, you know, replace uh, water and sewer lines. And uh, so it becomes a much more expensive uh, endeavor. But, um, you know, we are uh, we have we have a plan and, and we have priorities that uh, uh, that are already set out as far as, uh, you know, what roads we're working on this year and what roads we're working on next year. Uh, and um, and we go forward with that plan. There will be a major change in the way that the OPP will be governed, starting with this new term. What is your view of the changes from five individual OPP committees to one? And will you have more control under this new system? Uh, that's, that's a good question. I, I, I really, um, I, I hope that we do. I, I hope, but I, I don't have a concrete answer on that, Rob. But I, um, you know, we're working um very hard with with the, the uh, OPP. Um, you know we have, uh, uh, you know I mean they have a hundred things to do. Uh, our number one priority probably is is speeding, and uh, you know we're, we're uh, in contact with them uh, regularly about areas that uh, require um, enforcement, and and we're looking to them for them to help. Uh, and, and we're looking at uh, uh, ways we can help them. You know, if if, uh, if we could institute, uh, uh, you know, uh, for instance, uh, a photo radar in certain areas that that are, uh, you know, sort of like a problem child, I guess, uh, you know, that are always, uh, you know, if you get phone calls, four to five or about one road or one street. And uh, so, it, you know, we're looking at ways to try to, to uh, mitigate that so that the OPP can 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 work on other things, but I, I hope that uh, as we go forward, uh, that we can uh, we can maintain the relationship. And uh, I think uh, so far um, uh, we've had a, an excellent relationship with the OPP, and uh, you know we, we have uh, you know we can call them anytime uh, and 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 you know voice a concern or a problem and and and. And they, they, you know, nine times out of 10, <clears throat> they look after it. Opioids continue to be a critical issue, both in Trent Hills and across the country. Can you tell us what you plan to do to address this issue? Well, it's, um, again, um, you know, it, uh, uh, opioids uh, are the scourge. And I, I, I think that, you know, we're looking at trying to, uh, uh, in in a lot of instances, work work through our our, our paramedic service, uh, and and uh, identify uh, areas of concern and 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 try to help people. I mean, we we, uh, um, we you know we can only do so much. I mean, I I think it's uh, uh, you know we're working with uh, we work with the. Uh, uh, the paramedics we work with the uh, the hospital uh, and and, um, and and we sort of follow their lead because you know it's it's uh, um, we don't have the expertise uh, so so we look to them to uh, to give us guidance on what we can do to uh, to solve that problem and it's um, it's not easy I I um, 
I mean, I don't have, I don't know anyone at the moment um, that that has uh, an opioid addiction that I know of. Uh, I mean, I know, I know of people that um, acquaintances and friends that that we've lost to opioids, and uh, and it's tragic. I mean, um, and what what do you say to what do you say to the parents? I mean, it's it's terrible. And, and uh, uh, you know, we look at it as much as we can. And, and, uh, and as I say, we, we look for guidance from, from the people that are, that are uh, out there and, and doing that job. There has been a steady increase in property taxes during your term. What can you say to people who are listening who might be concerned about their property taxes going up? Well... Um, you know, I, I think we, as a council, uh, we've done our, I think, our, our best to maintain it uh, at, at a cost of living uh, sort of uh, range uh, with taxes. Um, I mean, we have to, uh, uh, things have increased. And, and uh, since COVID, I mean, it's just been, some of the increases have been ridiculous. Uh, but um as a council and uh, as a, you know, along with our, our finance chair and, uh, and our CEO, uh, we work very, very hard to keep any tax increase to a minimum. And, uh, and, and we will do that going forward. I mean, we're not frivolous and, and we don't, um, you know, we, I don't think that, that we uh, um, look at, at ways to spend money, uh, but, we look at ways that we can get the best bang for our buck when we're doing things. And, uh, and, we, and we've had things that we've had to postpone because, um, uh, the, the, you know, they've got, they've got too expensive. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to assure people that, that, that this council um, um, is very, very mindful of, ta- I mean, I pay taxes and, and I understand um uh, what what people go through, um, and and a, a council that, that I lead will not um, raise taxes um, unnecessarily. You've been warden for two years. Correct. What do you think is your hallmark achievement in these two years as a representative of Trent Hills at County Council? Well, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that that um, being warden, uh, I, I have been. Uh, I, I sit on the Eastern Ontario Wardens Caucus, uh, and uh, you know, we talked about uh, homelessness and long-term care and all that uh, just recently. And uh, uh, one of the things that that the wardens caucus is very conscious of is long-term care and and uh you know we're conscious of it because of the long-term care beds we have in northumberland and and uh uh so i have actually uh um done a couple presentations to the uh to mpps and, and to the government on uh on long-term care uh representing uh the uh eastern interior wardens caucus and 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 be- of the county's uh, involvement with the, you know, with with the Golden Plow Lodge and the redevelopment, uh, we have had other um, counties uh, come to us to model 
uh, after after what uh, North Thurman County has done. Um, I also think that um, County Council, uh, along with uh, uh, with our our own municipal councils, um, you know, our our job is to manage um, going forward, and and I think I think we as a council, both uh, upper tier and lower tier, <clears throat> have done have done that job of of managing the uh, uh, the economy of of the county and and of uh, municipality in a very um, uh, measured and and uh, uh, concrete way. Uh, and so I, I think that, um, you know, I mean, one of the examples of, and, and I mentioned it earlier was, was, uh, 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 you know, the, 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 the Thompson bridge, I mean, the county, the county, you know, through their staff had made the decision that they were going to close it. And there's a number of other bridges that'll come up in the future on this too. And, and, um, um, when county, when the county rebuilds, more than likely that it will be passed down to uh, the municipality. Um, but I mean, it, it, for the municipality, um, you know, we were offered the bridge a number of years ago, but we wanted it to be in, in decent shape and not be a burden to the taxpayers uh, as soon as we got it. So, you know, through negotiation and, and, and everything else we did, uh, you know, th that's, that's going to happen. But, um, you know, at the county, um, uh, I think, again, we have we have uh, a staff that is uh, that works very, very hard to uh, to uh, provide the services, uh, you know, that, that people are looking for. We have, you know, we've done um, <coughs> consultation with with the residents on, um, you know, what they want, what they expect uh, for their for their tax dollars, and and we've looked at uh, you know we've done service reviews and we've asked the people you know do, do you want this this and this um, at this cost, and and um, so you know I, I think we've involved the public uh, to a to a very uh, great extent on on, um, on on what we do and and what they what they can uh, what they can expect and. I think we've done it in a uh, very businesslike manner. It was not too long ago, I think over the summer, that a group of politicians and, and advocates came before county council to uh, lobby to get action on the issue of homelessness. And during that, you made some statements in regards to um, those who, who need uh, help that are homeless, that are living in public parks and, and in public spaces, you said that they had to come to the table. Now, there might be some people, some advocates, some uh, politicians who might say, that's victim blaming. How, how do you respond to, to the, that response? Um, well, I, I, I think, Rob, when you look, I, 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 my thought on all this is that um, is people, if people that, that are in a situation um, uh, need to help themselves. I mean, uh, we're we're willing to help anybody and to try try to uh, um, correct a situation, but but I think that that, that people have to um, 
to help themselves. And I, and I understand in, in certain cases, you know, uh, uh, you know, one of the big issues these days is mental health. And, and maybe in some cases, um, uh, you know, people don't have the capacity to help themselves. Um, and in that case, uh, you know, um, I'm 100% behind doing what we can to help them. But there are people that need to, to come into the situation and say, uh, I want out of the situation and I'm willing to, to uh, put myself forward to do it. And, and, um, uh, and, and in that case, um, you know, we are um, 100% um, going to help those people out. Your opponent suggested that counselors and yourself could walk down the street and people would know who you are, that council has been aloof and has not uh, been very uh, connected to what's going on in the community, that people would know who you are and recognize you and be able to talk to you. They also uh, suggest there are others too that suggest that council hasn't always been as transparent as it needs to be. Could you address those two criticisms, please? Yeah. Um, well, one, uh, I mean, I, I, I understand that not everybody knows who I am, but if, if I'm walking down the street and I say, and, and I speak to everybody and I, I, when I walk down the street, if you walk by, I say, hello, how are you? And, uh, and if a conversation ensues, uh, I will tell you that I'm the mayor uh, and ask you if there's anything that, uh, you know, uh, you'd like to tell me about the municipality. So, uh, and, and I'm in every uh, urban center uh, every week, uh, whether it's uh, um, to go to a restaurant or go to a farmer's market or to simply go out for an ice cream cone with my wife. Um, but I am in every urban center and I um, and I talk to people. So um, I, um, I can understand there are people that don't don't know me. Um, you know, we're not. Um, um, you know, one, one of the criticisms that uh, my opponent uh, brought up some time ago was uh, that John Tory, you see John Tory's face every day and, and you don't see mine. Well, uh, I don't have a, a publicity department uh, with a number of people working in it. And I don't have uh, two or three TV stations and, and uh, three newspapers that are, are vying for ways to, uh, to uh, get readership. So, uh, uh, you know, we, we have a, a limited access to, uh, to those uh, resources out here, but I am out all the time and I talk to people and I call people back. I, I mean, uh, I'm always amazed. Uh, I get phone calls from people saying, uh, I have a problem with this. And I call the office and I can't seem to get an answer. And I say, I'll get you an answer. And I make a phone call and I find out what happened. Uh, and, and then I phone the person back. And, and uh, you know, a number of times, those people are surprised. They said, oh, I didn't think you'd call me back. Uh, and I don't know whether they thought I was going to have somebody from the staff call them back or whatever. But um, I, I do call them back. And, and, uh, um, and that's a good part of my time is making sure that, that the people that, that contact me um, get an answer. Recently, there was a new industry that uh, opened its doors that is testing uh, rockets. And it has created some concern amongst residents around noise and other aspects of it. And I'm just wondering, uh, going forward, uh, 
what is going to be done and how how do you intend to resolve this? Um, uh, Rob, they're, they're, they're testing a rocket engine. They're not testing rockets. And I mean, that's part of the problem with this whole, uh, this whole scenario is that um, there's misinformation and, uh, 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 you know, so the business is opened and, and um, it's very, um, 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 I, I, it's interesting in that um, uh, I talked, I've talked to some people, I've talked to our MP and, and uh, some other people and I find out that, um, you know, this is a very highly touted uh, business by uh, certain people. And it, for instance, uh, uh, Chris Hatfield, our, our famous uh, astronaut, uh, is, is a consultant to these people. But um, there, there, are, there, there are some problems uh, that people have brought up. Um, and we are looking at it. Um, um, I attended uh, the, uh, the last, uh, um, suppose they were going to test a test the uh, engine uh but it it fizzled sometimes it doesn't work and this happened to be one of those times so uh, i haven't heard that noise yet um but I, I have talked to people that that live close by and and it hasn't bothered them but i've talked to people that it's bothered very much and um so we are looking at it and uh, we we will be getting a report from the planning department uh, on the 13th of September, um, with with uh, everything that's gone on, and 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 where we are going forward, um, so uh, you know we we are um, uh, we are cognizant of the the complaints that we've that that have come in, and and we are looking at them. I mean, we've had uh, they, they've done I think they've done 17 tests. Uh, we have had uh, uh, staff there monitoring with the noise of. A, noise, a decimeter um, that, that uh, have been there for all for 16 of those 17 tests. So we are uh, we are actively looking into this, and and uh, uh, you know going forward, we will have some answers. Bob, when you're not doing politics or running for mayor, how do you relax? What do you do for fun, or do you have any hobbies or guilty pleasures? Um, well, I, I have a, a number of things. I, um, you saw my hat collection. Um, I also have a, I have a walking stick collection that I uh, work on as I as I wander the country. But I um, I spend a fair bit of time my wife and I just uh, traveling around and and and. Uh, but I um, I'm active in the sense that I, I do a lot of walking. Uh, I haven't ridden my bike as much this summer as I want to because I've been. Uh, we do have a boat. Um, which is a, a hole in the water where you pour money. Uh, and uh, uh, so I've been working on, it's an older boat and I've just, we've been working on it to get it in shape and uh, we're, we're almost there. So, uh, but uh, you know, and I have, as I said earlier, I have uh, four grandchildren that I adore. Um, and uh, so I, 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 you know, we spend uh, uh, time that way. Um, we like to travel. Um, uh, I read a lot of books. Um, uh, so I, uh, uh, and I, I watch the Blue Jays. Give us a couple titles of the books you read. Um, well, I've, um, uh, uh I, I don't remember title names, but I remember authors, uh, uh, D Del Duque, uh, um, uh, Patterson. Uh, I love, uh, uh, the, the Rebus books. Uh, I don't even know who writes them, but, uh, uh, I love reading Rebus. Uh, and I like, I like history. I'm a, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 
but it was one of my favorite uh, subjects going through high school. It was one of the things where just by reading, you, you, you didn't have to, you didn't have to, to work at a subject. You just read and you knew what, you know, you could answer the questions because you read the book. And uh, so I was uh, uh, always interested in history. And I, I read a lot of, um, uh, sort of fictional history. Uh, there was a, a writer out of uh, uh, Niagara on the Lake that wrote uh, uh, three books on uh, the War of 1812. And uh, I, I found one as I went down there to a little store one day and I, I read it. And the next time I went, I bought the, the other two just because, uh, uh, you know, it, it, is, it is history, but uh, uh, it's got a little bit of a, uh, a story to it. Why will you be a good mayor? Because I care. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, 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 I care about uh, Trent Hills. Uh, you know, I, I, um, it, it's a work in progress uh, to get everybody on the same page. Uh, you know, as a, uh, as a youth, um, uh, you know, th there was a rivalry between uh, <clears throat> Hastings and Camelford all the time, and and Warkworth to a lesser degree. Um, uh, but, you know, over the years, uh, I've been involved in, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I played, uh, played hockey in, uh, in Warkworth with uh, many of the, uh, uh, the, the guys that are still around there. I, I played down there for probably 15, 20 years. Uh, I, you know, hockey's always been the thing for me. And I, I, I played in Camelford on different teams. And uh, so I, uh, you know, I belonged, I uh, belonged to the Rotary Club for 15 or 20 years in Camelford because we didn't have a service club in uh, in Hastings at the time and I, uh, I got asked to join the Rotary Club and I, I had a great time I, I, I enjoyed it and uh, uh, so I um, I think that uh, I have the ability to work with uh, all the communities and and and, and try to uh, um, you know uh, do the best we can for all of them to uh, to give everybody the lifestyle that that they're trying to achieve. Bob Crate, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. My pleasure, Rob. Thanks. Anytime. That was Bob Crate, candidate for mayor of Trent Hills. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.